In part one, I asked Gabor to talk in depth about four famous excerpts in the trumpet repertoire. So in part two, we turn our attention to the great conductors Gabor has played under, and what are the qualities that makes for a great conductor. Well, the Berlin Philharmonic has has gone through quite a change with conductors when you consider the influence that von Karajan had, and then Abado taking over, going to Simon Rattle, and now Petrenko. And it seems to me the impression that I have from what I've read and heard is that the orchestra has evolved from a German orchestra into a more international sounding orchestra, meaning that they can play Debussy now or Ravel and not sound like a German orchestra playing Ravel, but have the flexibility to sound more like a French orchestra. Do you think that's true? I think the, the, the sound was by Karajan very strong. So the by Karajan, the trumpets played a Beethoven Symphony for trumpets and and very loud. But the strings was also louder. Then uh, come Abado and Abado was more, or Abado was everything too loud from the brass and also he liked a different sound. And so I think every conductor's have his sound, and then uh, I think has changed a little bit also by Abado and also by, by Rettel. But for for some symphonies, maybe the Brahms symphonies, in Brahms symphony come the sound back from Karajan many times. So then the strings play the same. And uh, I think now by Petrenko, I play with Petrenko not a lot, maybe five, six uh, programs. He liked the sound from, from, from Karajan. He liked the massive sound. He conducting very, very clear. And he have very clear ideas for the piece. And he worked very, very hard with the orchestra on these ideas. But these ideas is, is near Karajan, I think. So the little old style. But old style with fresh ideas, with, with, with ideas from today. But the sound, the, the, the big sound is maybe Petrenko like transparent, but with, with a big Berliner sound. So the orchestra have so fantastic players that you, you can do that. You, you can uh, do also a very fragile uh, Debussy with, with these woodwinds. So, uh, and and if we play with uh, with Ricardo Muti, the orchestra play very transparent. And if we play Schubert uh, with he, it was very very fragile and 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 very very uh, different. Maybe I play not a lot with Abado. Maybe also eight or ten programs. But his his working was also more fine and round and and trumpet not too loud and and this was sometimes was difficult for trumpets because uh, before you play four bars before you see that <laughs> the hand and this was uh, <laughs> not not a, not the best inspiration maybe in a in, in Mahler symphony or I I played one times the. This is the the slit von Erde. And you think, okay, you have to play for the low C on the high C, but four four bars before was this. The hand. And, okay, but <laughs> I I have to play or I have not to play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your choice. 
It was not not an optimal inspiration for me. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, you've played under some truly great conductors. What do you think makes a great conductor great? What qualities that they do they have that what is the difference between a, a good conductor and a great conductor in your mind? I think the 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 ideas for the music, the ideas for the piece, the ideas for the sound. So we have also big conductors, and his technique was not not the best. If you have a a, a, a strong mind for the piece and the, for the sound, and you you tell that the orchestra or you conducted for the orchestra, then is very very helpful. And I think the big conductors you can see on the face or on you on his hands these ideas and uh, i think every orchestra have good musician of the top level the best conductor can everybody together inspirated inspiration for the way together on from the beginning to the end of the piece so maybe i play before tours for three weeks in, in Japan, Mala 9, with uh, the Matsumoto Festival Orchestra, Seiji Ozawa Festival Orchestra. And uh, that was a wonderful concert with uh, Andris Nelson's conducting. Oh, right. Uh -huh. And this was a really, really great concert. From, from the first step to the last step, as was one of my greatest moments. Uh, in the orchestra, and my old colleagues Radek Baburak playing first horn, and and uh, Walter Vogelmeier, my friend from from Vienna, first trombone, and it was a wonderful group, brass group, and also the orchestra was was fantastic to bring. But Andris Nelsons have a very very good idea for the piece, and he he worked uh, with the orchestra wonderful together and as was relaxed and he think many many emotions he tell many emotions for every solos did did he tell the orchestra or did he just show that with his hands and his conducting for the orchestra but he but he would he would he he, he would talk about it or would he just show it with his the way he conducted he talked he talked okay. so here maybe the violins have to cry or to to me, uh, uh, Andre Stel in the third movements, you 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 know the and you have the strong strong uh, third movements. It is not friendly. It is it is a little hard. And then on one point, you see the sun, and this is friendly. And this is a trumpet solo. Right. And he tell me, Gabor, you play in your tempo. If you have air, play so low if you can. And uh, I played it with Marcel. Marcel was also slow by the solo. Simon Rettler was more fast. And now, we, and Haiting was also slower, but now the solo was the maximum slow. So. <laughs> So I, I played with with one air so long if if I can, and this was a good good feeling. But 
I think everyone has this feeling with Andres Nelsons that he gives you free, uh, free time for your solos, but with a good idea. And I think a good conductor gives you freedom so uh, in, in your play, but he gives also an idea because this idea is important for everybody that he have the idea. Not everybody have a separate ID. Conductor have one ID, but the players have a a free free time in a little. That you not think you are a robot. You are a, a nice robot that yeah. play the right notes. And that's I think a good conductor give you give you these IDs. It seems like things have changed these days. Also, when I was growing up. Many years ago, when I was a student in college in America, the the two big orchestras, uh, not the biggest, but the maybe the the two best orchestras were the Chicago Symphony with Fritz Reiner and Cleveland Orchestra with uh, George Sell, and both of those conductors were were thought of as being dictators. And it seems like you have conductors now, like Andres Nelsons and Gustavo Dudamel, who are great conductors, but also just very nice people who treat people in the orchestra uh, very well. And that's so nice, I think. Yes, and we are also different to the people in the 50s. Yes. The musician is, uh, we are also different. So the I plays with the less hard conductors also in, in, in my beginning time. These conductors give you not, you was not so free by playing. But these art conductors have a strong idea. And this, you heard this idea. And maybe Karayam was a strong conductor, but he was not a dictator. He was, he was friendly to the musician. But he knew what his musician had to do. This was, this was no, no a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And I play with Sunderling. Kurt Sanderling, he was a very old-style conductor, but he was sometimes hard uh, because he he had the idea that trumpets plays many times too loud. So, and if he heard two or three notes too loud, then he talked, talked, talked. He talked 20 minutes about your loud notes. And everybody in my orchestra think you... You are the last musician on the world, <laughs> so you can nothing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then you play. You have to play alone, completely alone. You some notes, and uh, that was was hard sometimes. But in the concert, he have also a, a good idea, and we have wonderful concerts. But we live in a different world. That in in the in the fifties uh, was normal. That. Uh, the conductors were so hard. Maybe Toscanini or Furtwängler was also more hard. But I like it that the conductors are normal persons. <laughs> but you know, Andris is trumpet player. I know, yeah. And very good, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, with an orchestra as, as great as, as Berlin, would the trumpet section talk amongst themselves or would the brass section talk about how are we going to phrase this? 
Or would you, because you've played together for so long, would you just automatically know how to play together? I mean, would it, would it be times where somebody would make a suggestion, let's play it this way or let's play it this way? Or was it just accepted that everybody knew how to listen and, and play with each other? Um, in, in Berlin was very good. We, we, we played a lot of concerts with a brass ensemble. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then uh, we, we play more difficult pieces that we play off the stage. And we, we have a good contact and we have a good hierarchy. You know, I think every brass songs have a hierarchy. On the top is the first trumpet, but in the, in the, in the bass line is tuba. And if you, have, if you have the middle notes and you have this, then the sound is not round enough. And uh, I think for the sound, it's important that you have a round feeling. And in the first rehearsal play, my uh, tactic for, for, the, for the big pieces was not to play too loud in the first rehearsal. Only that we make a good sound, and this sound is not the maximum. Because every orchestra is playing in the concert more. And in the first rehearsal, some conductors like also not a very loud brass. Only an exact and good sound brass, but not too loud. And I think uh, if we do that, it was okay. But some things we play also pieces that we not know before. Maybe Wolden Symphony with many, many brass exceptions, but we, we not know what, what is this. And then we talking about uh, in the rehearsal what we can do. Maybe uh, we pl- play off this point and then back. And then we, we made alone if the conductors have no ideas. But in, in, in Berlin, the sound, this, I think, coming from the ensemble playing also. Yeah. And uh, we have wonderful uh, horns. And if I play with Stefan or, or with Radek, we look, okay, what we do now? Okay, we go a little more back. Okay. Uh, it was very, very quick. But uh, Or with, with timpani, if we play uh, classical uh, pieces, it was important that we have a good contact. So when you when you first got your job with the Berlin Philharmonic, um, you your regular job you were playing with the Bayerische Rundfunk, the Munich Radio Orchestra, and so you'd play one week with the, with your regular job in in Munich, and then you would go and play a week with Berlin. So you were playing with probably, arguably, um, almost certainly the two best orchestras in in Germany. Did you have to change your playing style when you played in Berlin compared to Munich? Were the, were the styles pretty much the same or were they fairly different? And did that just depend on the orchestra or who was conducting the orchestra? Uh, in this time, was uh, Maris Janssons was the chief conductor okay. in Munich. It was my favorite conductor. Yeah, you loved him, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have a very, very nice contact. But I... I tried the, the job in Berlin and I won. Okay, then I have in this time a, a family, uh, two childs, and my wife uh, was in, uh, in Munich. And I uh, think not of uh, or, or that that I uh, finish my contract. Everybody know the the Berlin trial is a, a difficult time, maybe two years. And then I I won the job in uh, December two thousand three. 
and I beginning to play 2004 February, and I play maybe difficult programs, but only one year long. And in this one year, I beginning to play with my uh, old uh, Schager C trumpet. This was a classic line. It was not a big instrument, but for the Hercules Saal in, uh, in in Munich or the Gasteig, we play in these two two halls. Was enough big, but the Berlin Philharmonic, the, the hall is more big, and the, the orchestra play a little more louder, and that was not very comfortable with my trumpets. My sound was a little too bright, and uh, was the the mixture for the sound with the brass in Berlin was not optimal, and in this time Schagel made the the, the model uh, heavy Hörsdorf. T trumpet. It was a little bigger lead pipe, and this was more heavy the machines. And then between this one year in my trial year, I uh, I change it. I change my instrument, and uh, I think it was a good good choice because uh, some colleagues in Berlin was friendly to me, but but their you sound is uh, a, a little too too bright. And then after is it was better, but I think I learned in the 15 years I was even better, because I know from programs to programs more, from the whole, from the feeling, from the sound, and uh, it was also a interesting time for me. But I changed my instrument in the first year, and uh, but I played the same man's piece. And then I go back to Munich. Then I play maybe not uh, so loud, but the sound was okay. So I played a little more bigger. But in this time we recorded the Shostakovich symphonies with uh, Maris Janssons. Aha, uh-huh. okay. And for this music was very good that uh, that uh, the C trumpet have the sound like a B flat trumpet, and uh, for the recordings was very good. So that was your start with the Berlin Philharmonic. What was your last concert like when you retired with Berlin Philharmonic? Was that hard for you? Did they do a celebration for you? Or did you just play the concert and leave? If you finish your contract yourself, then uh, it was no celebrating. <laughs> no celebrating. Okay. You, 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 you go home. <laughs> you just put the trumpet in the case and you leave and, and say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Was that hard for you? It was maybe Shostakovich Leben uh-huh. with uh, Andrius Nelsons. Okay. And, and I was special nervous. I, I played not bad, but I played also not so good. <laughs> because it was your last concert. I don't know. But uh, the rehearsals was okay. And, you know, the beginning in the 11, Shostakovich have the solos and uh, the, the rehearsal was so 100% that I not think that I can have a mistake. And in the first concert, maybe on the sixth or seventh notes, I have a... And I think, and I, I play very slow alone, and I said, Bingo. <laughs> 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 and, and then <laughs> it's happened. I play... To the next, but uh, the last uh, last program was not my best program. <laughs> I hope you will join us in the bonus room where Gabor speaks of his two main teachers, Georgi Geiger and Hans Gansch, and how they influenced his teaching today. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review.